Good evening. It's October the 29th. This is the show we call Transmit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Guess who? You know who's back? <laughs> yep. Here we are. Ah, uh, you thought we went somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> Not a chance. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show we call Transmit. I am your host, Gummo. And uh, this is a little podcast that we uh, put together show whatever the hell you want to call it <laughs> uh latest uh you know just the latest uh you know what's going on what's what's happening around the world uh you know it's been a while since uh we've been around doing things <laughs> I think we've all been busy. It's been a busy month, uh, you know, up here in the Midwest. The uh, um, well, l let me back up. Well, we are uh, in Chicago, coming to you from Chicago downtown. Notice I didn't say the Aon Center. Tonight we are in the John Hancock Center and uh, looking south on the city. taking in the sights uh and it's a uh, an amazing view uh it's chilly here in the city and one of the rare days that we actually had uh visible sunlight uh you know it's one of those rare occurrences you know i don't think that we will see too much sun for the rest of the week here in the windy city so what's been going on with you lately your neck of the woods. How have you been? Hmm. Uh, you know, one of the one of the things I've recently uncovered, uh, and it's no surprise, or was no surprise actually, was a um, recent article I read. I don't know. Uh, some doctor somewhere said that uh, if you are, if all you do is just read the news if you read the news every day every day you you get up you you hop on the shitter and you have your smartphone with you and don't deny it you all do it first of all that's a very bad practice and it's quite unsanitary because it's some shit you carry around with you all day uh, uh, yeah you're one of those people that uh wipe it down right Nevertheless, uh, there there was uh, an article that I found, and it was it was interesting. It was um, the guys. I don't know. I, I don't remember who the fuck wrote it actually, but it was interesting saying that hey, you know, if 
all you do is just read the news all the time. You you know you lose your creativity. You are in. You're totally agitated. You're in a state of panic. And you know this day and age when news is so readily available to all of us, whether it's social media, twenty-four hour news, you know the Don Lemons, the Anderson Coopers, the Saturday Night Lives, you know all that shit in one way or another is news. You know, sitcoms, and then you know online. It's how you found me. Hopefully, I'm not in any news category. We do put the show out in the public domain, so, you know, you could do what the fuck you want to with it. Uh, and the conclusion or the takeaway from that shit is that if you are constantly reading the news, then, you know, you consider backing away from it and, and rediscovering some of your own inner creativity. It was really no surprise when I <laughs> when I uncovered that. It really wasn't. Maybe too much news in your life is bad. You know, if you're feeling like, you know, that's all you can do is just get up and go look at the fucking news. Maybe you need to check that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, eyes off, right? You know, go outside, go for a run or a walk. Wherever you are. Shit's nuts. This shit is absolutely nuts. Uh, you know, we're... It, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin, you know. So, uh, I, I opened up my computer today and uh, was looking around and looking for things that uh, I thought I would talk about and, and share this evening. And one of the first things that I see is that, uh, the, you know, there's an opioid crisis. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I do a little looking around, lurking, you know, sneaking, <laughs> doing what I do. You know, I'm like, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm not oblivious to what the hell is going on. But, you know, it, it's just the number one thing that I see on uh, when I open up the web browser. You know, it's opioid crisis. So what is this? You know, why, why is it why is it now news? It's been news for the past five to ten years. looking around at specific things and places and people. One of the things that I actually tweeted about was a, um, you know, we all know the opioid crisis is, is, is pretty tough. It's one of the largest drug issues the United States has ever faced. And as I've mentioned on uh, one of the previous shows, that uh, if you if you you know if you or someone that you love is going through that, you know they're taking pain medicine, they're they're doing, God forbid, they're doing anything else. You know, please seek uh, a compassionate interdiction and uh, look about uh, saving someone's life because people are dying very quickly from that. Uh, and as I said on a previous show, I lost my brother to the epidemic and it, it affects one in 50 people in the United States. So, and so the common uh, precursors and news markers have been saying, you know, uh, we've got synthetic things like fentanyl being, you know, in the distribution chain along with uh, heroin. Most of it's coming in from Mexico and China is what I read. Uh, but now there's a new scary alternative that I saw as well out there. It's called low fentanyl. 
And according to Wikipedia, lofentanil is one of the most potent opioid analgesics known. Uh, it's also very similar to the other synthetic drug called carfentanil. Uh, it's it's noted uh, that the duration of action is a longer effect. Uh, and uh, this is showing up now for sale. Uh, and there, and again, according to Wikipedia, there are no known uses for this. Um, and it's the top of the line. It's uh, that's where opioids end. Is uh, a drug called lofentanil. That's it. There's no. It doesn't get any weirder or higher than that. And so that's uh, showing up for sale. It's a serious problem, and uh, the United States and, and, and the rest of the world, quite uh, frankly, are dealing with this issue. So again, if you know anybody that needs some assistance or help in that regard, please do what you can. Maybe you will save a life. And if you do, you know, good for you. Uh, Sunday, mo <laughs> Sunday, the Sunday, November the 5th, which is next Sunday, uh, daylight savings time, um, I believe ends. Yeah, it ends at 2 a.m. Sunday, November the 5th. Uh, you know, I, I've no, you know, I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida, and when I when I moved uh, up here to Chicago, uh, you know, not only was it a culture shock, uh, it was it was quite a quite an interesting challenge, uh, because the time was a Central Time rather than uh, Eastern Time, which I you know lived uh, most of my life with. Uh, and so getting accustomed to that took quite a long time and, and it was it was really weird and then of course when the the clocks fell back it was uh it, you know an extra hour weird uh and it, now though you know after <laughs> living in chicago for quite a while it doesn't really bother me anymore i actually look forward to uh the fall and the winter now Especially after this summer, this so this past summer was quite man. What, what a fucking weird summer this past summer was. We had hurricanes. We had uh, Houston flooded. It's weirdness. Straight weirdness, man. It's just been to me. It's just been a very strange year I guess that's why I haven't done transmit that much who knows but I'm not going anywhere trust me uh, I had some suggest I'll, I'll get I'll get that to the end of the show uh keeping on my notes recently an uh, Apple fired an an engineer after his daughter did a hands-on review posted it to YouTube and it went viral. The engineer was fired subsequently for taking a video inside of the Apple campus. And that's uh, one of the key key takeaways here as well is that uh, you know was it was it really was it really that big of a deal? I mean really? I mean, I know the engineer uh, will be fine. Uh, his daughter was on YouTube. His daughter, her, his daughter went viral herself. It's all over the news cycle, of course. You know, USA Today, the Ver, the Verge. Speaking of the Verge, you know, I never even heard of that shit until like it was sometime in 2012. Uh, I was, I was. <laughs> I was helping a guy at a startup in Wooddale, Illinois, and um, 
one of the engineers was in one of the engineers was in there i'm like hey man you know you heard about this thing called bitcoin and he's like yeah 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 i read it on the verge and i'm like what the fuck is the verge but uh nevertheless i laughed it off and and come to realize that that too is uh, some sort of legitimate news outlets You know, I'm kind of old school. I still subscribe to Wired. I think there's a copy sitting on my desk. Uh, I bet you there is. <laughs> uh, and so uh, that goes on. You know that we we we. This is the cycle of of uh, Gummo's mind here. You know, is that uh, we cycle all this back to news, right? I don't know, man. You know, I I, I kind of dis I kind of disagree with the whole Apple firing the engineer, but I agree that you know there are rules. And what a what a what a weird ending to uh, the year just with technology. There is a new iPhone called the iPhone. Well, this year is actually the tenth year. Uh, that the iPhone was uh, introduced uh, 10 years ago. And uh, so this year, uh, 10 years later, uh, Apple released the iPhone X or, you know, 10. And there's also an iPhone 8 and all of these other um, Apple products. You know, I was uh, speaking with some colleagues of mine uh, a week or so ago, and it, it, everyone came to the consensus that Apple products are designed to um, eventually fail within two years, uh, specifically the iPhone. A lot of complaints come from storage capabilities, random reboots, things of that nature and of course you know you are carrying around a pocket computer interesting to think about that though you know sometimes I sit and wonder you know I, I um I I remember computers with you know the tape uh magnetic tape uh ISOs or no they weren't ISOs well Whatever, uh, and so it's it's interesting to see that uh, these devices are are um, designed to fail, which through updates, through software updates. Now, uh, it's my understanding that if you roll the device all the way back to its factory condition, it's in good shape. Interesting, huh? So uh, I don't know. Maybe you could use the device uh, in its own ecosystem without connecting it to the internet, and you know, such as a cam. If you use it specifically as a camera or uh, an audio player or a mobile video player, you could uh, resuscitate life into the device and make it last much longer, perhaps. Uh, and so in my quest for the latest updates to bring to you, the listeners, <laughs> I was watching this thing on YouTube. Uh, it's this guy who calls himself the Wolf Pit, and he's like doing all these weird videos from Dollar. He, he, he reviews dollar min shit from the dollar store. And it's like, you know, it's like shit you know is not good for you anyhow, but yet I somehow found that, find this guy interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Saudi Arabia, you know, the uh, wonderful country that uh, pretty much uh, treats women like shit, uh, just made their, uh, their, uh, their first robot citizen. They just granted citizen, fuck. I'm not Saudi Arabia just granted citizenship to its first robot. Now that's cool and everything. I mean, you know, the uh, you know, I had an opportunity to go to the Washington Post and actually review the video. Uh, what's kind of outraging people is though <laughs> that the robot is female 
and uh you know it's you know not wearing you know the traditional thing shit that covers your head uh and so people are outraged of course they're calling for you know uh you know they're saying it's bad and all of that uh you know yeah saudi arabia treats women like shit uh well it's that part of the world i don't know you know that's just kind of like you know that's kind of well you know you should know not to treat anyone like shit but whatever it's that part of the world I mean, what are you going to do about it? At least, at least try to do the best you can to treat others with uh, dignity and respect. So, moving past that sensitive uh, perspective, uh, the actual robot is rather unique and uh, interesting to watch. And so, I found a um, a legitimate copy of the article on uh, the Washington Post. I wish I. <laughs> You know what I miss about the old internet or the old web is that web links were very simple. Now they're like 500, 500 characters long with question marks and weird characters and symbols and subdirectories and links and stuff like that. But uh, Sophia the robot, <laughs> Sophia the robot, uh, actually was uh, you know pretty impressive to watch. Um, so if you get an opportunity. Uh, be you know try to look past the social uh, issue with the robot and uh, focus on the technology uh, and that's that's exactly where I'm coming from here is you know check out the technology it's kind of interesting very interesting um, and, the, and the company that makes the technology uh, as well is very interesting so uh, I had to go <laughs> I went on a diet uh, this past uh, two weeks ago. I started it. It takes it takes me about two weeks to kick off a diet again. I um, I gained I gained about ten pounds when I was in Florida over the summer. I, w I just ate barbecue every every other day, <laughs> every day from Cotton's Barbecue on Arlington Road. Is it Arlington Road? I think it's Arlington Road, yes. Arlington, Cotton's Barbecue on Arlington Road in Jacksonville, Florida. Man, I'm telling you, if you really want authentic shit, that's the shit for you right there. Anyhow, I gained 10 pounds on that, so I'm working on losing that weight. You know, water, grapefruit, <laughs> running. Uh, and as it as it gets colder, I, I run more. It's uh, one of the weird things. I will not even step foot uh, in, into anything in, into into any running shoes when it's hot. But the colder it gets, the better I'm able to run. Uh, one of the weird things that I'm uh, about me, I'm sharing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you know, shit in Puerto Rico is is pretty dire uh, these days. We there uh, a, a Puerto Rico was hit with a hurricane about a month ago, a little over a month ago. Uh, disaster. It was it was a disaster for the entire island. I mean, people were dying. No electricity, no food, no water, no help. And one of the, the logistical issues uh, of getting relief to Puerto Rico was, you know, it's it's in Puerto Rico. You know, you got to get you got to put shit on a boat and you got to get it down there. And so, uh, the response was slow from the government, uh, getting to uh, the initial crisis of people being stranded without power, without food, water, etc., cetera, uh, and dying. Uh, and uh, things just aren't, aren't well in, uh, in Puerto Rico still after uh, over a month. Uh, you have... Uh, an, you have the entire electrical grid completely wiped out completely wiped out uh and then and then you have the company that's responsible for restoring the electrical grid uh there's now a controversy with that in washington there's a lot of uh, back and forth uh it's kind of weird in itself uh but that's that's you know that's peanuts compared to the fact that people in puerto rico need power and clean water and so 
one of one of my proposals, my proposals would be uh, for as many solar companies, or perhaps a, a, an effort uh, by the people, everybody, to create maybe a, a solar fund uh, and provide a package for each family uh, that provides uh, solar electricity. I don't know. Is there something out there like that? How can we help? How can a hacker help? Beyond financial responsibilities. You know, you know, text, you know, 75555 to and then you've donated a dollar. You know, and then you go on with life and then you're supposed to feel better. Oh, well, I donated. No, I think, you know, I think what it takes is a little innovation for this issue in Puerto Rico. I think the problem exists um, with our government uh, not uh, not helping its own citizens in Puerto Rico. And um, we as citizens should and uh, should come together and, and and completely rebuild the island and, and um, help our our, our neighbors, our brothers and sisters, our, our, our citizens, our, our fellow citizens. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's inconceivable the amount of uh, damage and frustration that local government uh, is, is uh, having to deal with uh, trying to get things sorted out. Uh, some of the solar companies are coming together. I see Tesla has powered up a, a small, uh, has powered up an entire hospital for children, which is amazing. And uh, hopefully more efforts like that will come uh, in the form of solar uh, production and, and uh, livability and sustainability. And I think that's the way the island can resume to normalcy is to uh, provide individual solar opportunities to each family. And hopefully that will arrive by someone with the means. We do love you, uh, Puerto Rico, and uh, we do you truly in my personal uh, thoughts. And and uh, wow, man, it's it, it it breaks my heart to see that they are Puerto Rico is they're not some country; they are fellow citizens. They are our citizens. Well, you know it wouldn't be, <laughs> you know it would not be a, uh, show. Man, I got really serious about that Puerto Rico thing. And I mean that. That's, that's serious, man. Jesus. What gives? Anyhow, you know it wouldn't be a, a, a transmit without something cool that I talk about, right? Some kind of gadget. Uh, I found a, <laughs> found a couple of cool gadgets, really. Uh, you know, people use computers, right? And people still do. Uh, and the most common computer, uh, sorry, Apple guys and girls, uh, but the most common used computer is a Windows machine. I know. Speaking of which, when I plug my iPod into my Windows machine, I can't see the files anymore. What gives with that? Anybody know? Tweet the answer. Tweet that shit to me if you know. Uh, I've been thinking about, uh, you know, as I, before I talk about this cool gadget, uh, I've been thinking about leaving Twitter for Instagram, but I don't, you know, I'm not really, <laughs> I'm going to stay on Twitter a while. Uh, I found something cool at spyshops.com forward slash products forward slash data recovery stick hyphen data, hyphen recovery, hyphen stick. I like saying stick. Maybe it's how, you know. Uh, it's almost, uh, any you know, from the website, uh, almost anyone that uses a computer has deleted a file accidentally. Uh, imagine recovering files, the family photo album you accidentally deleted or the folder of your school reports someone else mistakenly deleted. Deleted data can be recovered anytime as long as the new data has not overwritten the old data. When a USB drive is plugged into a PC with a Windows operating system, it creates a registry entry. When you boot into the data recovery stick, 
in forensic mode, it will delete this registry entry and not leave a trace on the target hard drive. The data recovery stick uses technology found in advanced computer forensic software used by law enforcement and digital investigators for years. Deleted data recovery was once too complex for most computer users. Now you can have the power of deleted data recovery in a USB that even the most novice computer user can operate. Uh, so you can you can recover data from hard drives, USB drives, mini SD, MMC Mobile, mini SDHC, RS MMC, MMC, etc., etc. Really cool too. Uh, really cool little device. I, I, you know, it's intriguing. I don't know. Uh, so I've continued to peruse the website uh, and, and fascination awe because <laughs> I love spy shit. One of the things that I found cool and actually I never thought of the use for this. Uh, it's the KC1080NV HD keychain DVR with night vision. It also comes with a free two gigabyte SD card. And again, from their website, uh, have you ever been in a col collision accident and needed visual evidence of the damage for in an insurance claim? You know with confidence that you are a good driver, but you can't say the same about everyone else on the road. Smartphones have made it easier for us to record video and take pictures these days, but they could easily be destroyed in the impact. Don't be caught without a way to record that damage to your vehicle. The night vision keychain is a quick and easy solution to this dilemma. With the sing with a single push of a button, you can take photographs or video. The keychain isn't just for drivers. Keep an eye on your family with this inconspicuous device. Parents, you have the sinking feeling that your kids are taking the car without your permission after dark and breaking curfew. This device is perfect for catching your kids after everyone has gone to bed. Since it features night vision, your kids can't escape your sight even in the dark. Hang this keychain on the hook or wherever you keep your keys, then wait for your kids to pick up the keys and run out the door. The joyriders won't be able to argue with their actions captured on 90 minutes of full HD 1920x1080 resolution video. All videos can be stored on a micro SD card ranging from 2 gigabytes to 64 gigabytes. Uh, a very interesting device, a very cool device. It looks just like a remote. Throw it on a keychain. <laughs> What's one more key fob, right? Put a Chevrolet logo on it and, you know many uses for that uh, lots of uh, interesting uh, you know we first of all I wanted to say thank you to mr. Dunn and his uh, talent uh, for making us some stickers. He's going to be sending us some stickers. I'll talk about that shit later. But, uh, or no, I'll just talk about it now. Thank you, Mr. Dunn. Uh, yeah, this is where I'm going with this. Uh, you know, I got a lot of email in the inbox. And I'm very, very bad about checking email. If you, <laughs> I'm stretching, by the way. I'm old. What can I say? Uh, so, uh, you know, I've got a lot of emails in the inbox. Mr. Dunn, thank you. Uh, God bless you. I, I love you to death. Thank you for what you've done for the stickers. I, I look forward to seeing them. I did DM you my address. Uh, and I do have everyone. If you've emailed me, thank you. But I, I just haven't had the time. If, if you need, if you need, <laughs> just reach me on Twitter if you need to me. I will reply. I just, uh, you get in those email moods. You know what I'm talking about. It's overload. 
You log into your inbox and it's overload. It's it's straight overload. Am I not lying? There is a ton of email all the time in my inbox. You know, Viagra, get your dick hard, you know, whatever. And it's always in my inbox. Spam, whatever, firewalls, all that crap. It doesn't matter. It still reaches my inbox and it's and it's very frustrating to deal with. Uh, upcoming events. What's left? What's there to go to? There's a couple events that I found quite interesting. Uh, there's one in uh, Seoul, South Korea, November the 2nd through the 3rd. It's uh, POC, POC 2017. Uh, and then basically, it's a unique international security and hacking conference. It's in Seoul, it's in Seoul South Korea, obviously. <laughs> Not North Korea. Uh, it's a, you know, it's, it's kind of a mixed event. It's for black hats and white hats. And it's, and it's mainly focused on technical and creative discussions and demonstrations and security challenges. Uh, POC 2017, November the 2nd through the 3rd in Seoul, Korea. Uh, also coming up, uh, there's Countermeasure in Toronto, November the 9th through the 10th. Uh, again, and this, this is kind of a new conference. It's it's about, you know, four or five years old. You know, you can talk, you, you can meet people. Uh, you can, uh, you can just kind of check it out. It's called Countermeasure. It's November the 9th through the 10th. It's in Toronto. And also November the 7th through the 8th, the International Cybersecurity and Intelligence Conference. The 2017 International Cybersecurity and Intelligence Conference will be held this year in Toronto. Uh, and it will provide a great opportunity for the world's experts in cybersecurity, digital intelligence, counterterrorism, cyber operations research, and much more. That's November the 7th through the 8th. In Ottawa, Ontario. And last but not least, Sector. Uh, Sector is about 10 years old. It's a cool little conference. Uh, it will be November the 13th through the 15th in Toronto. Uh, and it continue, you know, it's, it, it's basically a place where experts from around the world share the latest and most recent research data and new techniques underground threats, potential corporate defense, etc., etc. So check that out. A few things to consider, places to go. Network yourself if you are a hacker that's trying to break through. One of the things that uh, you should try to use when you can, I know, I know, I'll get, uh, I'll get flared for suggesting using a, a Google, a Google service or something that isn't uh, whatever. But uh, the Google Authenticator service is a uh, handy little service to use where, when, and where you need a general two-factor authentication system running. Uh, I'm not talking about securing a bank or anything to that effect, uh, but if you need a random security solution, check out uh, Google two-factor authentication. Uh, you, know, you can put it on your uh, smartphone. And uh, it supposedly is uh, a handy thing to have. Uh, and again, uh, speaking of smartphones, if you are using the, uh, you know, the new iPhone X, the most advanced Apple phone yet, I wish I had a thunder sound effect when I said that <laughs> crash, crash, but put a thunder. 
Um, anyhow, this the iPhone X is supposedly will unlock the device with your face. Uh, and what's interesting about the Apple iPhone X uh, and its uh, face recognition system is that it's using uh, something that Apple calls a neural engine. Uh, and uh, Apple claims that uh, the neural engine is uh, for, for what they call face ID and it cannot be tricked by a photo or a hacker. Uh, and so that's that's not the case here. You know, so there there will there will be a hacker somewhere that will figure it out, reverse engineer it. What's interesting about it is that uh, it's it's your face is being um, transmitted back to the mothership, back to the main to the cloud. Consider these things. Anyhow, moving on, there's more things to cover and I'm running out of time. We are running out of time. Uh, if you have been using WPA2 for years, uh, it's time to reconsider what, uh, what you are using to connect to your WPA2 access points. Uh, the, just really quickly, if you go to crack K R A C K A T T A T or A C K S dot com, crack attacks dot com, uh, you will be briefed in the latest uh, issue with uh, what is called a key re reinstallation attack where uh, this attack effectively renders any device that uh, is connected to uh, WPA2 uh, ineffective. So basically what I'm saying is uh, if you are at home on your WPA2 network, uh, it is now unsafe. Uh, hopefully you are using a VPN. A VPN will uh, automatically solve your issue with this sort of issue, but Listen, that's just a workaround. Uh, there are there are some fixes out there, mainly from vendors such as software vendors, etc. Uh, it's really bad news for anything that uses Wi-Fi and the WPA2 system. I'm not going to get in all of the technical mumbo jumbo about it, but go to crackattacks.com, and uh, there are there are some interesting um, things to discover and uncover. And perhaps um, you, you, with your knowledge as a hacker, can uh, contribute to uh, the issue and perhaps even a, a solid fix or workaround or discussion or whatever the fuck makes you happy. Uh, speaking of hackers, uh, George Hotz, you, you know, the, the guy that broke, uh, Joe broke the first... Um, iPhone and then the PlayStation 3 and then uh, the uh, ensuing battles with uh, outages and all of that stuff. Uh, he, 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 he has a, um, a little company called comma.ai and he is, and, and I'm quite confident of this guy's abilities. He's, he's really a good hacker. Uh, he says that he can make any car drive on its own using a smartphone. Uh, now that's an interesting claim and, uh, you know, that's, you know, good luck. It's interesting to see if that can really take place. Imagine that you just take your smart device out, uh, you know, clip it to the rear view mirror and the car drives itself. Good luck, man. Shit. You, you, you're facing a big battle and all of the, um, well-funded companies uh and moving along on the hacker information um entity riggedy riggedy uh it, it's it's been said that a group of hackers recently uh took 
took the database from a website called basetools.ws, an underground hacking forum where hackers can exchange stolen credit card information, login credentials, and tools of the trade. Uh, another hacker seems to have gained access to the site earlier in the week and steal the, as I said, database, complete with username and personal information of over uh, 150,000 users and 20,000 hacking tools. Uh, and to prove he or she meant business, the attacker behind the extortion attempt provided some proof to suggest he or she is actually in control of the data. Uh, the hacker included samples of the forum's database and screenshots showing the site's administrative panel as well as login details. Uh, subsequently, basetools.ws has gone offline. Uh, and it's unclear if the ransom has been paid and then and if the site will return to normal operation or if the ransomer followed through on the threat and provided the database to the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice and the Department of Treasury. Uh, and it was interesting, the hacker actually demanded $50,000. What does that tell you if you host a website? You know, uh, let's not even get into that. Uh, listen, uh, I just wanted to thank everybody uh, recently. I met a lot of few people. I actually met, uh, in the past few weeks, I've met uh, quite a few people. I wanted to, um, I wanted to say hi to the Philosophers Club. I wanted to say hi to Stephanie and Key West. I wanted to say hi to Jess in San Antonio or Denver, wherever, wherever she is. I uh, I hope your your family is doing well and your father is doing well as well. Brother San, Kurt, Stacy, Lynn, John, Mitch, Dave, all the Daves. I, I know about seven or eight Daves. Uh, crash, everybody, everybody close to me, everybody who, uh, has supported me and continues to support me. Thank you. Uh, and, um, what else did I wanted to say? What else? Oh, thank you to Mr. Dunn. Mr. Dunn. Oh, listen, folks, this, this guy is such a sweetheart. He, he made us some stickers. He's going to send them to us. We're going to post them all over the loop, all over the city. I hope we don't get in trouble for it. Probably will, though. Uh, and I just wanted to say uh, thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, I'll try to get back here in a week or so. We're not going nowhere. Did I say that already? Check us out at hackers.xxx. Also, check me out on Twitter. I'm at uh, twitter.com forward slash gummo.xxx. Uh, we've got a, a lot of good suggestions, uh, in the mailbag as well. And so, uh, we, we're, we're going to, uh, do, we, you know, we're going to take that to heart. We're going to update the, uh, what the hell is it? We're going to update the events page and hopefully we can get Madara off his ass to do a, uh, annual letter. And I guess we'll update the website next in January, February next year <laughs> it seems the show link continues to get updated uh and stacy we need to put a live button on the home page as well if we can get that thing going <laughs> who knows we're coming to you anyhow from chicago thank you for being a listener uh please do reach out to us if you have any questions comments concerns wait a minute i have more shit to talk about or do i uh check us out on itunes at the internet archives as i said the show is free it always will be free there's no ads there's no donate buttons there's none of that crap here just, just, 
what you hear is what you get. (laughs) Anyhow, thanks for listening. Uh, I love you all. Thank you so much. And uh, I will see you on the next uh, edition of uh, Transmits. Until next time, take care of yourself.